1: Dungeon Crawler Network presents Tales of Tamriel.
2: Greetings, dungeon crawlers, and welcome to Tales of Tamriel, episode 132. I am your host, Ijelos, and with me this afternoon, or evening, or whatever day it is, or time it is, I have no idea anymore, that would be Arkaneer. Arky is still there. I hope so. I don't know. Maybe not. Oh, I was muted. I was (laughs) muted. I'm here. I'm here. Hi. Hi.
1: How are you doing? I'm doing great. Well, not great. I'm sleepy, but uh,
2: other than that, yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) it is what it is. So um, sorry for those who were watching earlier and we said we were going to go live and then it seemed like we weren't. Well, we thought we were. Uh, Twitch is having some issues, so I'm going to try to monitor it closely while we are playing and, um, you know, we'll, we'll go from there. Uh, So if anyone notices any Twitch failures, let us know and I'll I'll get on that right away. Um, So I'm not really sure what was going on. And today you may notice that uh, our UI is slightly different because today is going to be a different kind of show than previous weeks. Um, This week we are getting back to our roots, if you will, and uh, we are going to talk some news a little later on in the show, of course. Um, but uh we are going to get back into what Tales of Tamriel was about originally, which is just that, Tales in Tamriel. So, um this week normally it'll probably be the same like our overlay will be the same as normal, but uh Arcanier was like I'm tired, I'm gonna fall asleep. I don't wanna s I don't want people to see me sleeping between you know, between sentences. So yeah. <laughs> here we are. And we're <laughs> in-game, so there we go. Uh, apparently, I'm too quiet, by the way,
1: uh, so I'll adjust my okay. gain along the way.
2: Okay, yeah, that's fine. Bump it back up to where you were, um, and we'll go from there, so there we go. All right, so before we begin, and um, actually, Zealot says i not, so maybe it might be the individual who's in chat. So welcome, chat room. Thank you so much for showing up today. And I also want to thank the sponsors of the Dungeon Crawler Network over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash dungeoncrawlernetwork. It's because of you that we continue to do this show. So thank you so much for your support. You guys are the best. So, Ark, it's been a few weeks, and I know we've had issues getting to our gameplay section. So switching back to, you know, what what tails really was it's going to be something that's very different um not really very different but different from what we've been doing the past few weeks or months at this point so um gameplay arc why don't you go ahead and, and you go first Well what have you been doing where have you been adventuring in tamriel well actually for the fast uh last couple
1: of weeks i haven't been doing much but um I actually barely logged into Elder Scrolls Online, but since we haven't done this in a while, um, I've been playing in European Mega Server for a long time. I got my um, European character there to, if I remember correctly, 250 champion points. Ooh! Um, other than that, I've been farming gold, which is going very slowly <laughs> because the market the, the, the market has stopped. No one's buying anything. Everyone is hoarding money for the housing. Right. So I can't sell anything, and if I can't sell anything, I don't want to play because that's all. It's all about. Um, <laughs> it's all about making the money. Yeah, yeah. It's all about making the money. So <laughs> I see. Um, all right, but I do have a story of poor RNG that I believe anyone, except you. Who has the highest RNG in Wings of Fate can relate. So uh, a couple weeks ago, we were farming with my friend. I was at his house, so you know it's kind of a LAN party thing, and we were farming Mother Sorrow at Deshan. We are doing the boss, uh, the uh, world boss, uh, the Dolman, and the um, what's it, the Dell.
2: Oh, you were doing the Mother Sorrow farm. Yeah, yeah, Okay. yeah. It's uh... so
1: we are, we are doing the three boss runs. Okay. So there, it's a pretty high drop rate when you do uh, three different bosses in five minutes. Mm. The problem is the problem was we kept getting the same items: breaches of Mother Sorrow, waste of Mother Sorrow, jerkin of Mother Sorrow. Same items, but every single time he got it. In either Infused or Divines. (laughs) And I got it in Well-Fitted or Prosperous. Every single time. Like, it happened once and I was like, okay. I mean, at least I got a a Well-Fitted. And it happened again and I was like, okay, okay. Third time, fourth time. I think after the seventh or eighth time, I threw something to his head. I don't know what. (laughs) It was just, there was something on the table and I just threw it in his face. So... You remember how you said it's normal for an average player to have 4 million gold?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I believe those words uh, were uttered by me, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if your RNG is like me, you don't get 4 million gold. You don't get anything. Everything that drops doesn't sell. So you end up with all these would-have-been-expensive items that doesn't sell at all. So that's that's my poor RNG story. oh And that happens all the time. Really? Yeah. Aww. I I don't I don't get drops in Infused Or Divines after maybe like fifty times.
2: <laughs> Aww. I I don't I don't think I have that high of drop rate. I mean I still haven't got any Akatosh pieces. Um to be fair, though, I haven't run Maul, so... I mean, it's kind of hard to get it when you don't run it, so... I don't know. Oh. But, you know, my RNG should be so high that I should just get it anyway, right? Isn't that how that works? You, you, you'll
1: probably... Yeah, you'll probably get all five Ps in just single run.
2: <laughs> I don't uh,
1: I don't trust you. You, you are bribing... ZMX
2: online. <laughs> I highly doubt that's the case because I think we talked <laughs> earlier that I am not uh, I am not the friend of Zoss anymore. So they I think they hate me at this point. So maybe that's
1: maybe that's the
2: cover you are making people to think. I'm I'm clearly yeah. thinking they don't like <laughs> me anymore because I've I've been critical of some of their choices they've made in the past, so I, I feel like they are not my friends anymore. Maybe not. Maybe they could you know, send me Who like a, a, a love letter. You know, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> Preferably from Lawrence Schick. I mean, sorry, Jess and uh, Gina, you're lovely ladies, but my heart belongs to Lawrence. So, Lore he's, Master, he's
1: the Shiergor- He's the real life Shyigoroth. Yeah, and that, that's it. That's it. That's the best compliment I can
2: come up with. I see people in chat right now, which is really funny. Are saying about four million. I just, I don't see how people don't have this amount of money. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I feel kind of poor at the moment because I'm sitting at like 3.5 mil. So I'm like 200k shy of being able to buy the manor. Now, given I hadn't been playing super actively or doing pretty much anything besides uh, our our events. So I've been very, I guess what's the word, self-contained. Like I, I haven't been trying to do a whole bunch, so I haven't been earning money but uh once i decided to put my mind to it i've been i've been getting quite a bit <laughs> um no, don't don't look at me guard um anything else
1: um i did have a dream just just before the show before i wake up because i i was thinking about the fact that i didn't have much tails uh-huh and that I, that ended up Forcing my brain to have its own tails while I was dreaming. Okay. So um, I was in East March, I believe. I'm not sure, but it was snowy and it was in Skyrim. So I <laughs> I think it was East March, and you know the sur, so, uh, the, there was an entire survival thing going on with, uh, you know, against the cold and hunger. So in my dream, I decided to hunt some tigers. I don't know why. How? Why would I eat a tiger? But it, it was dream. So yeah, hey, I you know, mean,
2: I'd eat it. Meets me, yeah, right?
1: So, <laughs> then um, I went into stealth. Okay. Uh, tried to pull one tiger, but ended up pulling the you know the mob group. Oh no! But since it was more realistic than the game, you know, it was a challenge. So, um, <laughs> so- suddenly, I the view from being first person, my view, to went into the game view. So I was actually using spiked armor, chalk talons, uh, choking talons, and all that to kill the mobs. But I was. You know when uh, in Elder goes Online, you kill something, and if you don't loot it, there is a yellow outline around it? Yeah, yeah. So I was completely focused on that, because I killed some of the tigers, but for some reason I wasn't able to loot them until uh, the combat was over. Uh, l- like when you try to get a node or something. Yeah, right. So while I was killing the last tiger, um, some guy came and looted everything, <laughs> and ran away. It was probably me. <laughs> I woke up angry i would I woke up angry at the guy I would I was be. like I worked hard for those tigers, never <laughs> mine that's funny so yeah so that that that's my non existent tales, i guess
2: all right, all right um interesting one other thing we're do we are planning on doing but since because I know we haven't done one of these in a while. Um, Arkaneer has logged into the North American Mega Server, and I miss him. Um, But in the future, one of the things we're going to do is we're going to do like a quest analysis where we play through a quest and talk about it and talk about the lore and everything around it as well. So keep that in mind. That'll probably be coming here in the future for weeks where we don't have so much to go on. But, uh, yeah. Now, I've done quite a bit in the game since we've last done a Tales because... Uh, I've, I've been playing quite a bit again and um, making my way through Reaper's March. We'll, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. As you can see, I'm kind of sitting there now anyway. And, you know, I'm playing through some of these quests and reading them as I go along. Um, but uh, I don't want to talk about Reaper's March just yet because I was doing a, a few things that are more meta than just story. And we're going to talk about that. Um,. Every Thursday night, we do our Imperial City Night, so I do encourage people in the Wings of Fate guild to show up, and if you're looking for a guild that uh, has some fun activities, check us out on the North American PC side. We're always accepting new players, looking for people who want to play the game, and uh, yeah, fun times ahead. Um, You
1: can't advertise that as fun activities anymore, Zion. I'm not there.
2: Well, see, that's your fault. You just (laughs) need to log in. I'm just gonna like WhatsApp you at night and be like, "Wake up, we're doing stuff." So you're not gonna you're gonna get even less sleep than you than you did before. So you know. I mean,
1: I'll see the next term if I don't if I can somehow empty the other day, which is for me, uh, I'll probably come
2: back. But I don't know. Okay. All right. I see. All right. Well. um... But yeah we were we were doing the Imperial City night and we've done this a couple times in the past few weeks because it's one of my favorite events that we do um not just because I'm the one leading it in fact, I actually tend to tend to feel like I like when other people lead events because then I could just sit back and just enjoy rather than having to lead <laughs> but there's something about the Imperial City that I just adore like absolutely adore the Imperial city um Mostly because it, you know, like I said, reminds me more of I just jumped down a well. That's actually kind of neat. I didn't realize that was something I could do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um you know, Like, legit, like I just jumped down a well. Like, I was supposed to go help some guy fight rats, you know, the obvious uh, beginner, beginner quest here mm-hmm. or whatever. And I saw a well and I walked up to it. It's like, hey, uh, you know inspect well i inspect well and here i climbed in it and (laughs) i fell down into a cave full of bandits so i mean that's a thing and you know i don't know what the bandits are doing are they what are they skooma bandits it looks like they're skooma dealers that's kind of (laughs) neat yeah they're clear like i'm over here and there's clearly uh there's sugar cane here on this desk and, and oh they're they're making skooma i like skooma i mean what (laughs) <laughs> um Anyway, as I was saying, I like the Imperial City because a lot of it reminds me of some of the older school MMOs like Ultima Online that, that I used to play. Um Because it has, you know, not free for all combat because there still is the faction system in, in place. But there is the chance that other people could come and kill you and there's that risk versus reward with the Telvar stones that you could, you know, in theory, lose a little bit of progress. Um so I mean it—it's something neat that I really enjoy about it. Now we were running around, and I, I do tend to stream these live. So if you—if you can't play with us or don't, you know, you don't play on Imperial or uh, Ebonheart Pact. I don't know why that would be, but you don't, um, and you want Bad to. Bad choices in life. I, I know, right? You <laughs> can't help everybody. But, like, if this is something where you're like, hey, I really want to, you know, experience, you can always, you know, throw us on in the background and watch while you're playing or whatever. So, um, But uh, I stream that every Thursday night as well. And uh, t- it's, it's nice. We have a nice little group that always shows up. Um, love to get some more people involved. Absolutely love to see some more people involved. But we were running around, and uh Gallisner showed up, and he decided he was going to try a different build. And he's always always been this stamina, DK, very heavily focused on PvP. That's what he likes. He prefers PvP over everything else. All of his builds are very PvP-focused. And a lot of his builds are on our DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. So if you want to check out some of those, you can always do that. He has, like, several variations with different gear sets and different things that he likes to do. So I'm kind of always used to him playing the very... Um, in-your-face kind of pvp guy well he decides Mm. i'm gonna try healing so he's trying Mm. to level up his restoration staff so he's leveling it up for one thing and like so i'm that already has me kind of like what's going on here so it was weird a lot of times he wasn't talking because he's so trying to concentrate on healing (laughs) that uh, i felt like he just disconnected so that was really weird um yeah
1: it was did he heal though? He, did, did, did his build work? Um,
2: sorry, Galsner. Uh, it, it did okay. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of it was the fact that his his uh, restoration staff wasn't even leveled up all the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that makes there there's need some refinement, but also several of the people who are there, we experienced a lot more PvP last thursday then we did the following week the following week there was hardly any uh but this week there was a lot a lot of of uh bananas out and about the of murray mm. dominion were out playing around a lot last night um to the point where like when we went up into the districts there were tons tons like they owned every single one of the districts so we were walking around, grabbing it, and, and fighting our way through, but it, it was it was very difficult because they, as soon as we would take a, a section, they'd come right behind, take it back, and then there were quite a few of them. So sometimes we'd win, sometimes we wouldn't. It, it was very, you know, we didn't get crushed a lot, but we, we also, you know, didn't win every time either because they had more numbers than us. We had like five people, but that was about it um they had like 12 so that, that was
1: different um I don't know, five to 12 that even winning sometimes is good
2: enough i guess well we never it's won tough. when they had 12 when when uh, it was even numbers we did we won or were very close it was very close that, see, that's because galskner he
1: didn't run his usual build you
2: yeah well that is true and i
1: didn't have also, my I pvp wasn't. gear
2: on yeah and you weren't there so there, there was a lot of lot of things playing against us that night, but uh, <laughs> it was still a lot of fun. We went down into the um into the sewers. At that point, uh, we never made it to the center because again, PvP was more than normal, and we only go we go from nine till eleven, so it gives us about two hours or so, which is generally enough time to get in there and do everything that we need to do. Because um, what we do is we go up top first and do the districts and then we go down and do the uh, clear to the center, do the mole leg ball uh, simulacrum event and then make our way back and, and that's generally a night, right? But that just, that did not happen. Um, Just because, I don't know, just too much PvP that <laughs> night and we just couldn't get down. Like even, it took us way longer than it should have to clear the districts. Because when we do the districts, we pick up the daily quests that are there, do all the daily quests, and hunt down all of the world bosses in in each district. That's what we do. And, and it nets us a fairly nice uh, supply of Telvar stones. Um, and then after we do that, we go to the sewers and we do that clear. But we've we got wiped a few times down in the districts. So it was a lot of running back and forth to try to get back to the districts and, and do things that we needed to do. So... Um, and yeah. you can't spawn anymore at the districts if you don't own it yet. No, you uh, can't. Right? If you own a district, um, you can spawn at that district, but if not, you go into the sewers. Or your sewer base, I should mm-hmm. say. So, um, And what was happening was we were... We were clearing, we were doing the quest, and then we'd die and get sent to a different district that we owned. So then we'd try to do the quest there, and then we try to make our way back. And then eventually it got to the point where we're like, all right, let's just go downstairs because they're kind of ruling the districts right now. It's it's just a waste of time. Uh, then we made it down and almost made – no, we made we did make it to the center. Like we were in the center but uh they had a group of like 15 people waiting down there and they were already clearing the event (laughs) so they they kind of they took care of us um and so we ended that so we ended the imperial city night a little early because it's just like listen it's almost 11 we're not going to clear back down there and and the event will be down for a little while so um that was that night so i mean it was fun it's always fun i walked away with like 4k telvar stones which isn't which is not bad at all. Oh, um yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I could have had more, but I didn't. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> um but um Yeah. Uh following that, th- going back in time a little bit, um, because we didn't do trials on Friday night as per our won't, or at least I didn't, because we normally do them uh 9 p.m eastern but there was some timing issues and a few of our normal people could not make it uh due to various situations so they were going to run a little later but it started getting pretty late and so i went to bed but last week i got to run with um the guild and we did Hellra and uh aetherian archive so that was a lot of fun but then the week before, oh, <laughs> the week before, no, it was a little later in the week, I ran with, um, I got a message from our, our one of our officers in the guild, Kilted, who is part of um, a few other guilds, and he's like, hey, are you interested in doing some veteran uh, Sanctum Ophidia? And I said, sure, why not? I wasn't doing anything right, ne- right at that point, so I'm like, yeah, why not? I'll go with. Um, they had already cleared a little bit. Like a few of the bosses that they were up to the. What was her name? They were up to the. Um. Lilamia boss. So they cleared a little while. Like they'd been in there for a while, a couple hours. And, uh, so I joined and we got through her and we actually cleared Sanctum Ophidia. Uh, um, which was really funny because we were in there for a while. We were doing the boss and we just. Every time he was doing the earth shatter, people were dying. It was, it wasn't going overly well. Um, it wasn't terrible, but it was clearly sloppy. And one of the people that was in there, we, we lost like two people, so we replaced them. And then one of our tanks back there, he's like, yeah, I think I'm done for the night. We've been here for like three hours. And it was funny because we had gotten the guy down to like 10% or, you know, like really low and we're all hyped up. And he's like, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of done for the night, I, you know. Um, so he left and we're like, let's continue. So we pulled in Zephin. So shout out to Zephin. Uh I know he's a, a faithful listener of the show. And um, so shout out to Zephin. So Zephin showed up and we're, we're fighting the serpent. And what's really funny is that very next run, we it was, it was flawless. Oh, Ark's in the stream and he's naked. <sighs> and doing dance redguard
1: <laughs> The only reason I came all the way here.
2: <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I i see that. Um so the other guy left. I'm gonna you could continue to follow me, but we're not gonna stand just do dance red guard all night. Sorry, I'm gonna kill this chicken though, because okay. Death the chicken. <laughs> um oh i'm sitting here something just started to shoot me and it's these smugglers like these skuma smugglers and uh it was just funny because i well, I, I killed a chicken and all of a sudden i started getting attacked and i'm like whoa did i get seen by a guard and now it's just npc and smugglers. people say it, this doesn't feel like an
1: elder scrolls game yeah right what is more elder scrolls than killing a chicken and suddenly everyone is trying to kill you
2: why am i being
1: attacked so much uh I'm definitely not pulling creatures towards you.
2: Oh. That's- <laughs> I'm sitting you're going there's nothing around me. What is going on? Okay, it makes sense now. I see. Um yeah. But, yeah, the very next pool, it was, like, flawless. It was hilarious. We actually downed it that next try. Like, and no one died to, like, Earth Shatter. It was, like, everyone was dodging exactly when it needed to happen. It was just really funny to see because the guy's like, I'm done. I'm giving you know. And and, and given the previous night had been very slow, or the previous attempts had been sloppy. Like, a lot of our attempts were um, while we were, while we were fighting, there was a lot of trying to restore where we were like let's res the dead pretty much every time there was an earth shatter uh there was a lot of it right so that's what we tried to work on and uh the next time it was it was flawless so i actually got my sanctum ophidia veteran kill which was really cool um so now i have a new die and yeah i don't think i've done any veteran trials yet really yeah hmm yeah no no i haven't done any i really do enjoy the veteran trials like they are fairly difficult right <coughs> so i should try it sometime you should and you should come on the north american mega server
1: but if you can fix the 8 hour difference some somehow i don't know if you move the sun or something i don't <laughs> know i i can do that but uh, until then, unless I move to Canada or America, that well, won't be the case.
2: The, well, there you go, Ark. You can just move here. Find me a job, and I will. All right, <laughs> I, I, I'll done. I'm, 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 I'm gonna start doing some contacts. That's what. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of IT contacts. We'll, we'll have to talk about your resume after this. We'll, we'll talk. Uh, well, my resume includes
1: best dance red guarding guy in the town oh. real <laughs> that, that should get me something
2: clearly that is the only thing that really matters i mean i don't know i,
1: I should apply to microsoft or something as ceo Y'all. just do a dance red guard
2: <laughs> just do dance red guard clearly i am invaluable to this company oh so. yeah <laughs> yeah um so yeah that was cool <laughs> um and then following that um i've been doing a lot of questing in i now i have to pull up my map here in game because you know i've been doing a lot of questing in uh reaper's march which is the final zone of of uh the gold content and i've actually finished all the gold content um so i mean last time we spoke i was in uh Arathena clearing out um Clovians and stopping the dark main infestation there uh making my way south all the way to rock lobster of course and following the two moons path uh it was really neat to see the two moons path in moonmont like um for anyone who hasn't done the quest it's really good now keep i it's very Kijiti. This entire this entire zone is heavily Khajiit, which is cool because I like the Kijiti. They're probably my favorite Dominion race. Um, I, I just love them, and the idea of the Dark Main being like this primordial dark essence. And I know they talk about the Dark Main in this quest. How it's it's from outside the void. So outside the uh, Erebus, so that's where it came from. So I'm I'm interested to see the lore of the Dark Main and try to dig more into that because I'm sitting here going, oh, well, if that's the case, what would it be, right? Like if it came from outside of Mundus, the mortal plane, Arabus, the uh, you know outside of Ethereus, the void, where like um, Anu and, and Padme wrestle themselves out of time, what is it? Is it a lesser spirit? Like, you know, what is going on there? It's just fascinating to me, and it's something that I really wanted to uh, try to dig deeper into. So I'm going to try doing that over the next few weeks, because I'd really like to talk about the Dark Mane. My little Nordling is upstairs, and he's not very happy right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a
1: fact that you are
2: questing in alt mary dominion i have really? to i have to it's the last place and then i'm done with all the gold content in the game at least on my main so by the way apparently my friend in chat doesn't know what a dance red
1: card is so um whenever you can just
2: I-, I will as soon as i'm done reading through this uh mm-hmm. this little bit of commentary that's going on i will definitely turn to you so you can yep. regale him with Dance <laughs> Redguard. <laughs> uh, Alright, I'm just going to zoom in to first person because this is something that's required. Alright, first person.
1: Kaji uh, broke
2: my dance. She did. She walked right through. So this beautiful, beautiful thing that he's doing right now is Dance Redguard. A, a, a more <laughs> splendid thing has never graced thine eyes than... A big, hulking, naked Nord doing Dance Redguard. So, feast your eyes upon the dancing <laughs> nakedness that is the Redguard. You have incredibly thick thighs, sir. Just saying. Well, I mean,
1: that's that's years of fighting, being <laughs> wearable, and a lot of mead.
2: Uh, chat room that's saying true. I can't unsee that. So, yeah. <laughs> this brought to you by Tales of Tamriel, Naked Nord red guard dancing i mean
1: this is completely culturally
2: acceptable
1: it uh authentic dance of the fine people of alikir desert nothing wrong with it
2: clearly except <laughs> for the naked nord doing it all right <laughs> i'm just gonna try to get away from that um the story of the two moons and and mormont like you meet these are Moonmont. you i said mormont um, <coughs> you meet these two Kajit. They are twin cubs who were both born, both born under the correct lunar cycle for a main. So they've been walking the path. And when you're doing the quest of the dark, the dark main, there was already uh, Akuzri is her name. Uh, no, his name. That is the current main. Of the Khajiit people. But. He becomes. Possessed by the spirit of the dark main. And is just causing havoc. Through Reaper's March. And. You have to. Um, you have to. Lead these. He steps down. like After you like pretty much exercise the demon. That's within him. You need to. He steps down as being the main. He feels like he is no longer worthy of being the main. And therefore, you get to um, you get to help pick the next main. And it's odd because it's the only time where there's been two cubs born under the same sign to be considered mm. for the main. Uh, so there's these two female Khajiit. And... It's really neat because when you get to Moonmont, because there was only two, you become what's known as the Moon Hollowed, and you have to make a choice about who is going to become the next main. I don't want to get too much into it for spoilers, and I know a lot of people probably have already done this quest, so I don't know if what I would say would be deemed not... So what I'm going to say is if you haven't done Reaper's March, skip ahead one minute in the track because I'm going to talk about it briefly. So skip ahead now for anyone who's not done it. Can I skip ahead
1: one minute? (laughs) No.
2: You actually have to listen. It's your fault you didn't get there. Sorry. Okay. You actually have to choose when you go in the temple to walk the path. Like you're, what, the first quest you do with them, you uh, you have to let them face like their past fears and stuff like that, which is so you get to know the characters, which is really cool. But then, when you get to this temple and purge the Domatra uh, taint that is protruding from this temple, the Dark Main tries to escape, and it turns out that one of them has to become the vessel. For the Dark Maul. Or or the Dark Mane. And to contain him. Within their own body. Locked inside the temple. So you have to make a choice. Between which one that you want. And then the other. The other one becomes. Walks the two moons path. To become the next main of the Gajiti. It, it's really neat so. You
1: know, the, these kind of decisions. What makes Elder Scrolls Online quests. So. Um. I don't know what word would I use, but so intense, I guess. No,
2: that's a good one because there is... We talked about this very, very early on in Tales of Tamriel's Life about how the thing with Elder Scrolls is no matter what choice that you supposedly make, you never are sure which is good or which is bad. Like, you might think you're making one good choice... But you come to find out that what you did is, you know, even worse than what what you thought the other person. It's like choosing between do I kill this person and spare this town or do I let them kill this town and then and, you know, leave and, uh, you know, you're like, well, obviously I'm going to save the town, so I'm going to kill this one guy. One death for an entire town. Well, then it turns out that the reason why I wanted to kill the town is because there are like, a cult of, like, Molag ball worshippers, and they call down, like, dark anchors on all of Tamriel, and millions die. And you're like, oh,
1: oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that went wrong.
2: Yeah, that did not turn out how I thought it was supposed to. Um, yeah yeah so yeah (laughs) um yeah that was definitely one of those things where it's like ooh, i don't know it's definitely definitely one of those i'm wish i would have made a different choice but i didn't so now i'm in trouble but yeah no i it's something that i i really like about the the Elder Scrolls in general is because you have those those tasks, if you will. And, uh, you know, hopefully you don't mess up. But, you know, it was a hard decision. Well, I shouldn't say it was too hard of a decision. I've made harder ones before. But it's because while I was playing these, I wasn't overly attached to either one of them. It was more or less one of those things where one of them was a fighter and one of them was a mage and they almost felt too generic overall to where i didn't feel like i just didn't feel like it was uh a choice it's just which one Mm -hmm. did i not want some of the other ones were far worse such as the uh the keep fight in balfoyan where you have to decide whether you're going to to that that one is heart-wrenching um
1: especially after knowing what happens oh yeah uh, after doing the quest for the second time with a different character it's just that but probably the hardest hardest decision i took in the game is that quest during that quest hmm either the ducks or the keep raj or i can't remember the name sergeant Sanye, was it
2: uh, yes the, the and, yeah, yeah yeah um but yeah that one that was that was difficult and i'm actually gonna have to skip this quest which is kind of sad because i don't have the sounds up <laughs> and uh, i have to stop a ritual from happening but in order to stop the ritual you have to listen <laughs> and i'm like well <laughs> i'll come back to that after the stream because i don't have the sounds up so if anyone was wondering why in the stream i'm just sitting there trying to you know stop a ritual and stop all these ghosts uh i couldn't do it anymore because i'm sitting there going i'm turning the stuff around but nothing is (laughs) nothing is working the way it should so i'll have to do something else um yeah i i just really i i'm loving the khajiiti people in this one like reaper's march is definitely one of the highlight zones for me of Almari dominion probably because i'm away from all the knife years but um Mm -hmm. Other than that, like, I I don't know, I just, I like the look of it, the, you know, the Serengeti kind of look with the Khajiit, so I, I really like it, and of course, the story of, of the main and following the, uh, Domothric, uh, taint throughout the land is, is really, really cool, so, um, yeah, that's actually what I've been doing mostly overall, other than trying to earn gold, of course, for housing, um, I'm kind of in a dilemma, because I'm not sure what house it is I really want to buy. I almost have enough for the, the like the the manor, the big one, but I don't like any of them. I guess I shouldn't say that. I, I I probably want to look at them closer. But in terms of style, the manors there's only the Daggerfall Keep, which I gotta say is is probably my favorite because we've we saw that castle back in what episode 120 arc where we did the housing episode. Where you Once and I
1: or something like that was yeah. it
2: that far back? It, yeah, it was a while ago because well, yeah, I guess it would have been um, we had when they started putting assets into the game um of of uh, of the housing like early on they're like, listen in the next couple of patches you're gonna see houses come into the game that you can't go into. this is in preparation for homestead um, and so we were we were doing that. And one of those episodes we tried to explore all the houses. That was definitely a fun episode. I really enjoyed that one. It was probably the last time we did like a stream while while playing um yeah. <laughs> Cuz we haven't done that in a while. So um trying to get this lock before uh whatever it is that's attacking me is going to hit me.
1: Oh, I think I got uh, it. They they are attacking me. Oh,
2: okay. Cuz I seen the flashing <laughs> red and I'm like, oh, something's going to hit me soon and I'm in the middle of lock begging. But no, it's cool. Um so yeah, that was that was cool. So we already saw the Daggerfall keep at least from the outside, right? Um mm-hmm. and I mean it's it's pretty standard. If you look at if you look at them, it's essentially Wayrest's Palace is what it is. So you if you kind of if you want to see it without downloading the BTS, just go to the Wayrest Castle and you know where uh, Emmerich is, King Emmerich. And walk around. That's essentially what you'll be buying. So I mean, I like that. I'm location wise, like I'm not real big on the Morrowind landscape, um, just because I'm a Nord, so lava everywhere. You know, I don't deal with heat real well. Um, but the Chateau is gorgeous. But again, I'm not real big on on uh, Chateau is.
1: Ju- it feels I don't know uh, too dark like you you would have to be an edgy <laughs> lord edge lord to live there i don't know it feels not fun but yeah i agree with the daggerfall overlook it's probably the best in uh, in all three manners especially because it has a, it actually has a view rather than uh g- giant walls you right. can actually there there's actually a balcony like area to it that Uh, looks into the Daggerfall Bay so that's a nice addition
2: and they did Um, actually another thing that they talked about is uh (laughs) there's a tower that um, uh that was not available in the PTS like you couldn't really go into it well apparently they're making that the ability to go into it now so you'll be able to get into a tower and overlook Stonefalls so I'm kind of torn about that because both of them are almost four million apiece, so it's not like it's a small amount of money. Um not overly hard to get in game, but you know, it is what it is. I I don't know. Um I just I'm not sure whether or not I want to try for that or not. Now, again, you can buy all the houses in the game over time, which I plan on doing. I'm just gonna be like a mass overlord in, in Tamriel. Um <laughs> but just deciding which i want first is is kind of difficult right you want you you want digger overlook trust me i'm i'm I not wanna... saying that
1: because i'm going to just sneak into your house oh. and use it like it's my own but you want Diggerful?
2: well i know a lot of people have been saying that uh mm-hmm. uh robot dancer has been squealing like a little girl when i said you can decorate the house because she's like, I can't afford one of the big manors. I'm like, well, I'm going to buy one. You can just decorate mine. She's like, <gasps> <laughs> so she's already been planning I'm that. I'm going uh, to build my own tower from
1: furniture, like a table tower for my own.
2: I, I did it's see someone awesome. had done that. That was really cool. Um, hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess... I guess there you go. You could do that. But that would that's kind of what I'm I'm feeling like right now. Like I am not sure what I want to do. Um cuz I yeah. I did want one of the big houses just because it's one of the big houses, but I'm not overly fond of all the styles and there's not a chateau of every single race. There's only one per per faction. There's only one Chateau per faction. And for Ebonheart Pact, it's um, Dunmer. It's the, yeah, it's the Dunmer. Um, and then for Daggerfall, of course, it's a Breton, which does look cool, and I do like the Bretons. Um, but then there's also... What is the other issue? Um, oh, the other one is Khajiit, which I do love the Khajiit style of architecture. It's very... kind of like Indian subcontinent looking. You know, very cool. I do appreciate that. But that's not something I... I, While I appreciate the look, it's not something where I'd be like, yeah, this is what I want to be my main house forever, (laughs) right? Just because I'm like,
1: eh...
2: uh, I don't know.
1: That's that's what you get for
2: throwing skooma parties. Yeah, yeah, right? I like it. Um, So yeah, there is that. Like, so none of the Nord houses I was overly impressed with because some of them are, they essentially just look like the giant taverns and I'm like, "Eh." I mean, the inner design, the, uh,
1: structure of the houses is actually just the same as everything else in the game. And that kind of upsets me,
2: uh, S camera in chat pretty much just said, we're all running the same dilemma regardless of our budget. And the rumor of six additional houses in Vardenfell, Yeah. I'm. I hear you with that. I'm. I know they. At least for the initial housing. They. For Homestead. They only wanted to do. Homes within. um, Within. The normal. Yeah. um, The normal DLC. Or what you get in the base game. Essentially. Which is. Mm -hmm. All the zones in Craglorn. That way there's no house that's outside of the reach of any player at start. All right. Especially if they came in, hopefully they change that policy. Cause I would love to see some homes in Rothgar. Oh yeah. Um, because I love Rothgar as a zone because of course it's, it's, it, it's very similar to where I live. I'm very Northern, you know, and, I, and that's what I like for uh, aesthetic on the outside. Um, and I would love to see something along those lines. Um, so something that i'm hoping they do but i'm also really torn because one of my favorite architectures in the game and anyone who knows me personally knows that uh i have a huge fascination with roman history so of course the imperials are some of my favorite um favorite favorite group of, of people um I'm kind of disappointed, and we're actually going to talk about when we get to the news. I'm disappointed that all the houses that are the imperial are of Colovian architecture, which is more Gothic s, so more uh, mm-hmm. Frank Frankish inspired instead of uh, Greco Roman. Um, so that we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but uh, there's a ver- there's a large house in reaper's march which is in colovian style and i've been eyeing that one up so Mm -hmm. i would prefer the greco-roman but you know the greco-roman is pretty much what you see in the imperial city whereas colovian is just that it's colovian so it's kind of more kavachi area so i don't know it is what it is and that's the dilemma I'm, i'm currently currently gotten um yeah, you do need the Imperial edition in order to in order to get those houses. I bought the Imperial edition collectors back when the game first came out, so that's not a problem for me, but um you know, something to keep in mind. I just I really love the Imperials and it's something that uh, I was kind of hoping that I would see uh, a chateau of them, but I haven't, so I'm kind of like holding my money if you will because I'm like oh, I I want a house but do How long until they offer new houses and I can get something different? Because I'm not really in love with any of them. So I think that's the end of our tales, which is pretty nice. It's one of the longest we've gotten. Like I said, we're going back to our roots for this um, because Elder Scrolls news is becoming less and less um, a thing. Uh there's less and less news to go around and everyone covers it so we're kind of looking at things we can do um, so that we don't have to just rely on news and that you can come back for content that is more renewable than listening just to news and uh, of course conversation being what it is um, we've hit a lot of a lot of our discussion topics and stuff like that that we've hit early on Um, no need to go over them again unless Zoss does something else. So uh, this will probably be closer to the format we have going forward. So I hopefully people enjoy that kind of thing listening to what we're doing in Tamriel living in Nern. So now we're going to
1: I'll get more I should get more yeah. yeah, so time as
2: well. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm making a concerted effort to get a lot more time, and mm-hmm. you, you've just been super busy. So I'm, you know, that's I'm sure we'll we'll both be there. Oh yeah. So uh, do I open the news now? Yep, <laughs> that's okay. that's going to be our transition for news. Because while we do talk about tales as our primary focus within this podcast, uh, especially going forward, we are. Also, you know, We are going to cover news at the end of the show because, like I said, we have a new podcast on the network called The Dungeon Crawlers where a lot of our meta discussion for MMOs and stuff will be held there. So this podcast will be prim- primarily focused on storytelling in Tales as it was originally founded to be. So we are going to cover the news, though. News, 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 news. News, park. okay. I got it.
1: So um, we have a few quick dimensions, starting with the, the DDoS attacks on the in, on the servers at this. Uh, is it this this week or was, it last it was last? It was last week. Two weeks ago.
2: It was last week because we didn't have a show last week, and that was when we were going to do it. So it was two no, weeks yeah. ago. There was some uh, spe- and it was weird because it was Saturday night, like it was prime time and servers were going down left and right like it, people were getting disconnected constantly and um it it was caused <laughs> by ddos attacks
1: this seems to happen frequently with other scrolls online though because i remember at least a couple more ddos attacks on eso servers uh
2: manda gray in That's chat hey welcome oh hey <laughs> I see her in chat, so I had to shout her out. But <laughs> since she wasn't here early enough, she missed me talking about the fact that we got to play together for like the one time ever. So, sorry. Never mind that. She missed the Dance Red Guard. She did miss Dance Red Guard too. Oh. And uh, <laughs> missed our announcement about the Tales. So she's going to have to go back and listen to the show again. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it is but what it yeah, is. yeah, the attacks, they happen, and they're not fun. They are not fun, but here's the thing I'm thinking. I don't know and I could be completely wrong. This is all speculatory, but remember when Dyn DNS got attacked recently and pretty much ESO lost service because they used Dyn DNS like you know for all of that. I feel like people aren't targeting Zenimax directly so much as they're targeting the network infrastructure behind what Zos uses. Hmm. yeah that makes I, I could be wrong, but I just don't feel like ESO has a large enough audience. It does have a large audience, but it's not large enough that I don't want to say people would take notice, but if you were a troll who was trying to deny service, what game would you want to deny? I could tell you which one I'd want to right now that'd be overwatch. Because that's where I'd get the most upset. hate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, our League of Legends, you know, our Dota. Oh. One of those. One of the, one of those games where when you log into Twitch, they're in the top three. Because that's where, if you really wanted to troll, those were the games I'd be targeting. <laughs> um, if you look at ZeniMax right now, there's not a lot of stream um, coverage Um, Because, I mean, it's a popular game for the people who play it, but it's not near the popularity that is Overwatch or uh, some of the MOBAs. So, like, if you were trying to troll a game and you wanted to get your name out there, (laughs) there's better games. I'm thinking people are DDoSing back-end network infrastructure, not necessarily ESO itself. And it just so happened that, you know, we get caught up in that purge, Right
3: mm-hmm
2: just my just oh, my two guess. cents no, no one has come two out cents. and said yes this is what it is or what it's not i'm just what i'm thinking so all right
1: oh so, uh i lost my browser there okay got it um let's see pts patch notes 2.7.2 i'll just read the overview The Elder Scrolls Online 2.7.2 adds additional balance tweaks and adjustments to all four classes, item sets, and other skill lines. We have also fixed a number of issues surrounding housing, furnishing, the editor, and furnishing crafting. Mm -hmm. You'll find that we have added developer comments to some patch notes that should help give you some insight as to why we have made the changes we did, which I, I like this. In this patch, we have copied all PC European characters for use in testing. Please note, we are still working on a fix for our players on Mac who are running into consistent game crashes. Thank you to everyone uh, for feedback. Uh, Mm. It's 1.85. It's 185 megabytes in size.
2: It's not real big. Uh, This is a lot of the balancing changes going on. And one of the things that I really liked about it is... um, Incre- they in the Alliance war they increase the amount of AP for capturing resources keeps towns and and Imperial city districts uh, so that's really cool like and it's like fifteen hundred it's a lot of AP so now again that's split among oh, yeah. the people you do it with so the more people the less you know whatever there's factors with that but that's the base amount and, and I really like that kind of a change they made some changes um For jewelry sets and Telvar boxes, the jewelry pieces obtained from the boxes will only contain the trait that matches their armor weight. So light armor sets will have arcane. So, like, you know, if you pick up a a set from Telvar boxes and get jewelry, it's not going to have robust. You know, medium armor Mm -hmm. sets will have robust. Heavy armor have healthy. Um, The Imperial Physique will have all three. So there you go. And i'm scrolling down here with the developer comments one of the issues like when they change like fire grip for the dragon knight uh they pretty much said to improve fire grips reliability we changed it to a projectile and you know the the push and uh pull and push cannot be dodged this ensures that enemies using roll dodge or major invasion do not cause your fire grip cast to be wasted and makes the Empowering Chains Morph, which pushes you to the target, behave consistently with other charge abilities. The major expedition buff granted by it was reduced slightly to compensate. Since fire Grip is an unusual projectile uh, due to being undodgeable and unreflectable, its tooltip has been updated for additional clarity. So there is that. You know? mm-hmm. So, I mean, and there have been some changes. They changed the Fiery Whip for the Dragon Knight. Uh, Dragon Leap had some changes. Uh, Earth and Heart Obsidian uh, Shard had changes, and Stone Fist had changes. Deathstroke for Night Blades. Path of Darkness, Twisting Path. Uh, Summoners and Haunting Curse, the Daedric Curse morph, had some changes. And. Um, Obviously, the Templar Adric Spear, Binding Javelin, and Biting Jabs um, have been changed. One of the things I like is Biting Jabs has had its cost reduced by, like, 20%. So, yay for that. Uh, Blazing Spears, Crescent Sweep, Piercing Javelin, and uh, Radical Sweep all have been changed. Uh, Backlash has some changes, and Radiant Destruction has had some changes. So, there are a few changes for... Class and skill and uh, weapon line. So make sure you check those out to see what has uh, what has changed. Oh, there is one that affects
1: me. Black Rose. This item set now increases the magic or stamina restored by Constitution passive by thirty five percent, down from forty. So black Black Rose got nerfed. Galasner, we are in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are
2: targeting us. They're specific. Maybe that's why he was like, "I'm going to change my build" because he's like, he knew Black Rose was getting nerfed. He's like, "I, I just." I mean, his,
1: he he was considering Black Rose for the healer as well, since he would be, you know, he was going for a tanky healer combination kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, if if they are targeting Black Rose, I might have to change my set. I see
2: oh that's not fun definitely not fun (laughs) uh no he's in chat oh hey (laughs) (laughs) well now he doesn't even have to listen to the show for that he just is in chat and now realize black rose is getting nerfed so sorry (laughs) to be the bearer of bad news but uh yeah all right let's uh if you if you're interested uh, in those yeah. show notes, they're on the Elder Scrolls online forum, so com. Check it out. Not show notes patch notes. We will have them in the yeah. patch or the show notes will have them as well. <laughs> and you can find our patch notes in the uh in the Pretty much All what I said notes. is is true <laughs> because we do have a post for the episode there and you can see our patch notes which will have links to the show notes. Or <laughs> whatever reverse that
1: yeah yeah um uh, homestead release date announced so that's i actually forgot to check the article so i don't know it's um let's see moving day is coming we are excited to announce the homestead our next update featuring player housing will launch on pc mac on monday february 6th and for consoles it's february twenty one. As usual, consoles are getting it a couple weeks late, but it's there.
2: That's not even two weeks. It's one week from Monday, so this show will go live on Sunday uh, for people to download. So if you're listening to this on like the RSS feed from iTunes or Google Play or whatever it is that you're you're listening to it on, um, it's a uh, especially if you downloaded it on Sunday, it most people listen to it on monday so if you're listening to it right now on monday it's a week from now so that's probably why people are hoarding all their money because it literally is one week for pc so yeah
1: it is that's why i'm giving you 200k and just getting myself a room from your (laughs) whichever house you're getting
2: yeah yeah right um yeah, <laughs> it, I can tell you right now. I have to look at the the Dunmer one, the chateau, um, and when it goes live, I, I'm not going to buy it Dunmer. day one. I'm probably going to hop in, and I'm going to inspect every single house. Don't you know? get the Dun. I don't know, man. Don't if it has a watchtower, that
1: looks pretty awesome. You can make your own watchtower with tables. Just <laughs> take tables upon tables, floating tables, and you have a tower. You don't need an actual tower. Actual towers are boring. I guess. All One right. thing I'm going to do
2: is all right. Well, then let towering. let but, let's right, go like yeah. this. Then all right, let's let's do this. Hmm. You wanna you wanna donate 200k to me so I can afford and get the the big house. Let's wait. I till can I... go up to 400. Huh? You can go up to 400? All right. Yep. Uh, <laughs> are you saying that so I get the dagger fall? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let, let's let's do it like that then, because then we'll. Uh, if we do that, I'll let you decorate a room. You hmm. can pick a room, and you can decorate it. That'll be your room. I'll grant you decorate rights in the house, and you can decorate that room. And it can be your okay. house. Okay. So
1: okay. Looks- I I'm
2: fine with that. Okay. So it looks like at this point I might end up be getting the Daggerfall one. So. Right.
1: But um, I might also put a floating arena somewhere flying over the keep
2: understood (laughs) can 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 we duel in the houses i believe you can uh there is some things though like i know with the large houses there is a player limit and i think large houses can only have like 12 people in it that's the large the the chateaus i think are larger
1: but I think that's twenty four but what I was thinking is that we can we, we can make an arena that's floating uh high enough to you know if you fall you'll die and we can put empty play empty spots on the ground so when you are dodge rolling or something like that you would you have a chance to just fall through one of those um, (laughs) spots. So that's a a death arena kind of thing. That's what I'm going to do.
2: That actually would be really cool to see. I mean, that would be really cool. I'm not going (laughs) to (laughs) lie. All right, all right. Um, So, yeah, that is what it is. So I'm excited for Homestead, and one of the reasons why I've been playing so much has been because I want money. (laughs) um yeah need money needs the monies in order to you know get all my stuffs so that is what it is all right so housing is coming in one week from when this podcast goes live and like eight days from you know if you're watching it live so be prepared and uh yeah and you know yeah, a jealous manner is going to have yeah be open to all wings of fate guild members so you might have a place to hang out just saying join the guild be awesome <laughs> all right and yeah. another
1: quick note is Metfire fire uh how do you say Matt fire fire yeah metfire fire okay yeah uh Metfire fire uh, mentioned in the forums that the road ahead the usual article that um they share what they are planning for the next few months for Elder Scrolls Online is just a couple weeks ahead. Yeah. um,
2: Um, I put that on there because one of the things we were talking about other than Homestead, we really don't know where they're going next. We don't have any of that information. And it's been a long time since we've had a road ahead article and people are like, where is our road ahead? And uh, so now, Now, that's going to be coming up here in, as he said, it's one of those soon things, but it's nice to know that we're being thought of, I guess. I guess that's the best way to think about it is we are being thought of, and it'll be in the next few weeks. So, yeah. I don't know. It's nice to know because, like I said, after housing, we have a lot of stuff that we know about quote-unquote, like Vardenfell, uh, Clockwork City, Merkmire, things that have been either shown or data mined over the past year, year and a half, but we don't actually know what's being worked. Spellcrafting, a bunch of stuff that we just don't know what they're planning on. So, uh, you know, the Road Ahead articles have always been nice because Matt has jumped on and kind of was like, okay, here's where we are, right? This is what we're planning on in the coming uh the coming months for you know like twenty seventeen or whatever you know
1: i mean they are they're always a good read and provide some long term discussions and everything, so it will be nice to have another the road ahead article yes. it's been a while right like it's, it's been really a long,
2: long time. time that's why a lot of people were complaining going what are what are you guys even doing right like we have no idea so that's that's something to you know keep in mind that in the next hopefully the next few weeks we will see a uh, road ahead article and have something to talk about so that'll be a fun show now i don't know what this fifth um
1: thing in the show notes actually mean changing your user id and email address from account page added.
2: Ah, yes. Uh, I put that in there because it is something that was really cool. Um, Once upon a time, you needed to contact support. Like, you know your at name, at Agela's Mm -hmm. for me for in-game or whatever. Or if you tied an email address to it. Like, I had tied another email address to this account because obviously, you know, I'm trying to... Early on, uh, when people were signing up for alpha and betas and stuff like that, I had signed up. And like most people, on multiple email addresses, um, and when one of them got invited, now I got invited very early. Uh, I, I was like, "Well, this ain't my main email," so I kind of got rid of the other beta invitations and just was like, "Nope, this is what the one I want." And I had, but you had to contact them to change anything. You now have the option from the account page to change your username and email address. You no longer have to go. Oh, I picked—I uh, don't know—Dunmer lover or Altmer lover as my in-game name. Why you would do something so stupid, I don't know. Um, but if you have, you can now go to your account page and simply go, "Okay, I want to change my name," and it'll, you know you can change it to whatever you want as long as it's not already taken, mm-hmm. without having to contact customer support. So yeah, that's nice. Oh, it's—it's it's very nice. It's not it's a it's a nice quality of life it's nothing amazing where you're like oh this is the best thing ever but it's nice that you don't have to put in a ticket wait for customer support to to come in and and you know yeah change it for you all right so uh, our last
1: bit of news is that the Zenimax Online removed Kolovian-style uh, furniture from the game at, I think this was before
2: 2.7.2. I think oh, I it was with 2.7.2. Oh, okay. And now here, because here's the thing. The argument that they made when this came out, hopefully they changed it and reverted it back. But one of the reasons why they did this was to remove confusion. Because it was just called Imperial, which I don't know mm. why they didn't just like do Imperial-Colovian. hyphen, uh, There's two styles that were currently in the game. One of them was Imp- Colovian, and the other one was Nibbanese. Uh Colovian style is very gothic looking. Pretty much the house that you're able to get in game is Colovian. It, it's very... Uh, If you look for real-life inspiration, look at uh, Gothic architecture in France and Germany and and, and areas like that. Whereas the Nibbanese architecture is very Greco-Roman, you know, so it's the marble columns. Mm -hmm. So here's the problem with removing Colovian furniture. All the houses are Colovian. So when you're making when you're making imperial style furniture you're now making <laughs> greco-roman looking furniture without a greco-roman house yep um so
1: that's Which creates a contrast between the art of the the stonework of the of both styles i guess
2: yeah, and I'm actually gonna try to bring this up on the stream. Um, give me just one second while I attempt to do this. Yeah, we're just gonna do a window capture. That's fine. I just wish they removed
1: all the Colovian architecture from the game altogether and just replaced it with all Nibenese.
2: I I love I love architecture better. I I i do as well like that's that's something that i i prefer um is the is nebony's architecture so now i have it up here on the on the stream i'm just gonna move it and try to manipulate it a little bit um so that people can see what it is that i am talking about uh, so here it is up on the reddit it's right in the center of the stream, which is really annoying So i'm gonna try to expand it out all right so Um, An example of the Colovian home, which I'm going to bring up here, an example of Nibbani's home, Nibonese light post, comparisons, Colovian well, and white marble. Okay. So obviously here we're going to pull up this PNG if it ever decides to load. There we go. So this is an example of the large Colovian house in in, uh, Reaper's March. So as you can see, very gothic looking, very... (laughs) france uh you know frankish in 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 design um so there's that nibbanese architecture is here which you can see in the uh what is the name of the city in anvil no anvil maybe but no i'm thinking uh the city in cold harbor the Hollowed city or whatever it's uh, called city. yes that is all nibbanese architecture and and if you look at the screenshot that i have here that is an example of the nympedes structure very greco-roman so wait is this screenshot from anvil or hollowed city i'm not honestly sure i think it's
1: from anvil i got to
2: check anyway you regardless can. of that fact here's the here's the problem <laughs> yeah. with them removing the Colovian style. Here's the lamp post, which you can see it here placed on the Colovian style house. It is like well, if you look here where my mouse is pointing, there's a huge contrast in color because you have this Gothic stone, which the stonework is is different than the marble of the Nibonese style, and the color is just completely off. The style is off. The topper on the top of this thing is off because this lamp post is designed to go with the greco-roman nibbanese style not the colovian style um, showing the comparison between the lamps the one that's crafted and the one that was part of the house you can see the difference and of course here's a colovian well um, which we find in game versus the nibbanese well that you can craft which again is Greco Roman. That is clearly Greco Roman style. But if that's all you can craft, that's not going to fit in the Gothic architecture that is the Nibbanese home. So. I
1: I wonder why they removed the Nibbanese one, uh, Colovian ones, when they could simply remove the Nibbanese one. I, I expect them to be just the same procedure. I wonder if they just made a mistake and confused which one to remove
2: or something. I I hope that's the case, but I kinda wish that they just put colombian style or uh style houses in oh, in yeah. the in the game. But regardless of that, um there is if it was a mistake, I feel like it is something that needs fixed, right? Because mm. you've seen in the screenshots that I had on the on the stream and on the video, so if you're uh if you are a podcast listener, notes for this will be available in the show notes. So just head over to our website, dungeoncrawlernetwork.com. Open up the episode title for this and you'll find links. So check that out if you want to If you want to visually see the comparisons that I'm talking about. Please don't watch this video if you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that's something that, especially with housing right around the corner, is something that's like, hey... This needs to be talked about Mm -hmm. so that is a thing
1: i mean hopefully they will fix it i mean it's it's not even a fix basically they'll just reinstall the colovian style and get rid of the Nibinis one instead so unless they have a specific reason other than mistaking the styles while removing the um, colovian from the game I don't um, see why they wouldn't fix this.
2: Yeah, easily. I honestly feel like this would be a mistake. Because if you were trying to... Rem- I don't think you even need to remove it, to be honest. But <laughs> if you were just trying to remove it for consistency's sake, I think it was just a mistake. Like, someone's like, okay, we have two things that are marked as Imperial. Oh, okay, I'll just... You know, they ran a, a sequel script and it grabbed the wrong one. You know? Possible. I don't know. Like it, Or maybe it's-
1: another poor intern messed something
2: up a poor intern sitting there working 20 hours a day just he's like staring at code <laughs> all day and goes i i don't uh, whatever just delete mm. did the wrong thing like i could see that i mean it's obviously a clear mistake but it's something that i'm hoping they fix before launch because one like well Unless Ark's given me all this money, um, <laughs> one of the houses I wanted to get was the Colovian house because I love the imperial structure, and yeah, it it, uh, it, is I, it. I I would have a hard time decorating the house if I couldn't couldn't have because I wouldn't want the the Nibbenese style in a Colovian style house.
1: Yeah, that's why you just get the full overlook, and you don't have any of and you don't problems. have that problem
2: anymore now, do yeah. you?
1: <laughs> and um, I guess that's our news. That's the end of the news. Yeah. But yep. before we continue, we have the mailbag section.
2: Mm. I, I'll remind you that. Okay.
1: Before we forget. Mailbag.
2: Yes, and I apologize to the people who have been sending mail in. Um, we have got a couple mail and iTunes reviews, which I do encourage people to go out and, 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 uh, leave reviews. If you listen to any of our podcasts here at Dungeon Crawler Network, uh, I encourage you to leave iTunes reviews because that helps us to get noticed. Um, so if you want to help support us, um, and monetarily is not a way of doing it all the time, there are other ways. So it, if you. Uh, want to support us and can't do it financially you can do it by leaving us reviews um and that does help every every little one helps so we do encourage that thank you for those who have Um, but it's been my fault that we haven't been doing the mailbag because we hadn't received mail in so long that i almost forgot that we had some (laughs) so we do have a couple so for the people who've been you know rightness letters and stuff like that and then go wow they don't even respond to letters that is 100 my fault because i have not been um used to getting mail in the past few months so therefore i've just been not paying attention so before i go into this arena i'm gonna go ahead and uh try to pull these up ark i might have to have you read them though <laughs> If you so, want to sure. yeah ark i'm gonna have you read them so i think first off we had a uh itunes review or no we didn't have that it's not the first one um all right i'll let you go first it's from a long time youtube listener Mid- midnight geek, or midnight geek so thank yep. you so much man but uh ark go ahead <laughs> um enjoyed the podcast show as
1: always so, any thoughts on homestead launch with no ability to craft or purchase in-game or crown store additional storage or mannequins to store armor sets? Quite disappointing for me, I have to admit. Any speculation that storage display might come in the f- in a future patch? Best regards.
2: Um, th- yeah, this spawned from our homestead uh, podcast. I, I, I mean, he wrote a comment on our YouTube page, which I do read all of those comments, so. Uh, I tend to respond to them there, but I liked his his question, so I said I was going to talk about it on the show, and I just have been lax because I almost forgot that <laughs> we get mail. Um, I know there's been some talk with housing and stuff like that, that, and we even talked about it, where there were some missed opportunities with housing. And I'm not calling Zoss out on one thing or the other. They have opportunities to make this better um so yes i do think that there will be more options with housing coming in the future things that you'll be able to do it's my hope that they continue to expand on it and that this is not the last we see of homestead and i'm not talking just about adding new homes which obviously i feel like they need to do um but they need to continue to expand the system Um, there were a couple things that I wasn't even aware that they were doing at first until after we read it, like, uh, the ability to have a, um, a, a crafting station that learns other crafting sets. So like you could take it out and learn how to craft, I don't know, Hunding's Rage and you could put it in your house. Like, that's really cool. Something that I didn't think that they were going to have. But in terms of storage, I understand that with the Elder Scrolls games, a lot of what we did in our houses would just store everything, right? Um, but I, I do feel like housing should have came with some sort of storage. Whether And I I don't feel like this was something that would... How do I want to phrase this? If people were complaining that they weren't... They couldn't afford housing for whatever reason, which I don't feel like that's an adequate response since it's not like it's not like there's limited houses where if you didn't have the money, you can't get it ever, save up and buy it, just like you would bag space. But with the quest, that allows you to get an apartment right off the bat. Even if that provided storage increase, great. And I think it would be pretty neat that like if you bought a house, you got more storage either from a bank uh, which should be accessible from your, from your house, which I'm hoping they, they do, which I think they said you could, if you had the, uh, the, uh, the Assistant. followers, the assistants, thank you, that they'll be able to be in your house. Um, and you know, I honestly think like the apartment should give you a little bit and then the small houses should give you more medium and you can stack it up. So let's say you get 10 extra bank slots, um, for the owning the apartment, uh, 20 extra bank spots for owning the small house, 30 for the uh medium, you know, 50 for the large, and then 100 for like the manor. Right there's an extra you would be able to double your bank your bank space cuz right now it maxes out at like 200. Imagine, that, you get 10 for for the apartment, 20 for uh, the small house which then brings it up to 30 total cuz this is cumulative. Now, it's not for every house you buy. You just one of each type would unlock it. Um, 30 for the uh, medium house, which brings you up to 60. 40 for the large, or whatever, however I say it. Like, you can max it out. I said that wrong. Um 150. 150. You know, you could max it out or double or whatever and make it so that if people are buying houses, then it does increase your storage. And I think that's something that with the amount of money, it it should happen. And it would encourage people to increase your storage. I mean, it's bank. It's account-wide. All your people can do it. I hope that comes in the future, and I think that's something they will work on. I don't know why it wasn't at launch. For something as simple as that, other than people going, I can't ever afford the big houses. But again, I mean, the how, the the cost of doing... Any of this stuff is expensive. Like, even upgrading your bank and your bag normally is a good bit of money. So, I mean, I don't see why they couldn't tie houses to it. Because, again, it's not like some of the older MMOs where there was limited house space, like Ultima Online, where it was all open world housing, where there was only room for a certain number of houses on a server. And if you didn't get it, then you were out of luck, right? Right. Uh, that's not how this game is. It's it's instance houses, so as you get the money, you could get the the extra space. I kind of hope that's something that comes forward. Um, but I do hope that they um, advance the system going forward. Uh, one of the things that I'm hoping that they do and that you could do in Skyrim is a garden. Either like an oh, indoor yeah. garden or... I'm
1: um, at
2: <laughs> well, yeah, like stuff like that, like being able to um plant things in in a greenhouse, whether it be and I think they should actually do it we both inside and outside like all houses can have a greenhouse. the larger your house, obviously the bigger the bigger uh greenhouse you can have, so you can grow reagents you need for crafting potions. That'd be another reason to have a house, right? um i mean and you could tie it so that it it you know takes time you plant you can you can harvest once a day or however long you want to do it so it's not too overbalanced but i mean it's something you could do i mean there are safeholds you do so people can't be like oh i have every house and every house has a a um a greenhouse, so and honestly I don't even care about that. I think they should, but there are things you could do if that became a problem where, oh, the economy's now wrecked because people with every house in the game can just you know roll around and grab plants. I mean, technically speaking, is that even as efficient as just running around exploring i don't know
1: not at all i mean if, if it was just a daily let's say you can plant ten uh, whatever plants you want to plant, and if it's a daily harvest
2: yeah like you um, could only do it once a day you go in you pick it up. i
1: mean you can get you can get ten columbines, which is usually the rarest uh, the most rare um ingredient in alchemy it's expensive i don't know
2: no it's used uh, so, for a lot of well uh, the problem is it's yeah. used for a lot of things
1: so. you can, you can get ten of those in an hour if you just run around and rift and uh, rift or something like that
2: right I don't know i mean and again with the amount of money you spend in housing i mean that's the way it goes like i don't i think that'd be great and that's something i hope they they do where they allow you to have greenhouses and the bigger houses that have like outside courtyards allow you to put a small garden out there now those i think should be provisioning items you know like the greenhouse is where you get your alchemy items so every house can have like a small greenhouse and obviously the bigger the house the bigger the greenhouse that you could have but you could then also um, have a farm out in your courtyard if that's something you wanted to do. You didn't even have to, but you could build a farm and then you could have uh, crafting materials growing out there, radishes, carrots, whatever you wanted, you could grow. Well, I-, I
1: feel like they are keeping, uh, holding back on these, um, you know, from storage to adding a garden or whatever, on either on purpose because they want to release them sometime later to you know keep the what to say uh, to keep the hype going or the level of ESO plus subscriptions going for a consistent time, right? Or um, they just didn't. It was taking too long, and they didn't want to hold the housing back for so long, and they just cut the uh, features
2: and released it on this. Oh, and That's... someone in chat just said, oh, our start of mine, like being able to go in and like choose to put a mine entrance in your in your house so you can go <laughs> down into a, like a cave and it would have a certain number of fixed nodes that you could get. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that they could do with housing. And so I, I really do feel like – I feel like Zoss is going to plan on expanding housing over time. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a massive mistake if they left housing the way it is. I mean, this is a good start. Like, people are going to get their houses, they're going to decorate, it's going to be great. But eventually, like, it would be a big, I think a big misstep on their part if they literally just left it at this. And maybe even, only just adding only new houses, I still think is a a mistake. Like, why would you not want to expand a system that you have like this, Right? it makes sense at least in my I eyes.
1: guess we'll see I mean it they, there might even be some information about these uh, regarding housing system expansions <laughs> in the road ahead from MetFire in a couple of weeks but absolutely something that hopefully
2: we get we'll to see. see yeah thank you so, again midnight or midlight Geek, for uh, that um, that uh, we'll say it's an email but that comment so thank you so much and yeah. again I apologize This should have happened, well, last week we didn't have a show, but it should have actually happened the week before, and I completely forgot. So uh, a lot of these emails are about a month behind, um, almost a month, and that's 100% my fault. So I do encourage people to send us emails, either contact at dungeoncrawlernetwork.com or on our website, dungeoncrawlernetwork.com. There is a Contact Us page where you can then just send us a message. Uh, so check that out, and I do encourage people to send us mails. Um, it's been so long that this is why I forgot about it.
1: <laughs> uh, this next one is, I hope I don't butcher it, um, Le Plante, which is a five-star review. I believe it's from iTunes. It is. It's iTunes. So that's, Thank you very much for that. Amazing community show, love seeing Tales of Tamriel weekly, amazing crew, and very entertaining to watch. Thank you very much. Thank Le you. Plante, I hope I'm saying
2: that correctly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's French. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. We really do appreciate uh, those kind words and the review. The, like I said, those are a great way of supporting Dungeon Crawler Network and this podcast by leaving us a review because that uh, increases our ratings and our and our where, how we are searched. So thank you so much. We really do appreciate it and this one the it doesn't say who this one is from uh, let me take a look here real quick uh, okay. t- 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 oh um it's uh, it just says uh it, it says it in the email but this is actually a message this is actually an email we got um so and it's from Ken uh so All you right, can go ahead and read it. that yeah i didn't put it in there cuz he said who he was in there yeah. obviously i wasn't <laughs> going to disclose the 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 name on the email (laughs) obviously so uh, i just let the introduction as it was so So it's titled
1: transmogrification Mm -hmm. styling fix hi i'm cam from north carolina love the podcast and love the other schools online here's my question why don't we have transmogrification transmog has made its appearance in many games these days why hasn't the so implemented this great tool I personally like my character to look, in a, cer- look a certain way with um, best-in-slot gear, if I, can po- if I can. But those two are hard to combine. Yeah, the costumes are cool, but what are we supposed to do with all these great motifs? Yeah. They are on- they're only really viable when running crafted gear. I myself... One second, I'll expand this.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: They're only wi- really viable when running crafted gear. I myself base a character around an overall theme, and it sucks when I have when I have all the necessary gear to be great, but I look like a hunter, mage, priest, knight. <laughs> with transmog, with transmog, they could r- truly make the motifs shine, thus creating a whole subcategory for crafters if they wish. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, all those master crafters can become important once again by allowing crafters to create a sort of V-style stone scroll. Just food for thought. Let me know what you think.
2: I 100% agree with you, and this is something where obviously you know the best in slot. Like a lot of people who have to run best in slot are um, are subject to whatever that gear looks like. They have no choice because a lot of it's either drop sets or whatever the case may be. Um, So you can't use the crafted styles a lot of times because it's like, hey, you know, uh, (laughs) what am I going to do, right? (laughs) Um, Because crafted styles, while a lot of them are good, don't get me wrong, a lot of them are just supplementary, And even if you are running crafted, right, it's almost impossible to get away from monster sets because of how good monster sets are so that is very hard so unless you're running 100 percent crafted which very few builds are able to do without you know completely uh nerfing their effectiveness um yeah i agree and the the, the motifs are something that are great in this game like i love the motifs of so many different styles you can do but you can't actually do a whole lot with them because of how the game currently is it would be very neat, and again, this is something for Zos that would make a good cash shop item. Which you know, as long, you know, make it in game too. Do it like the XP scrolls. Allow master crafters to be able to craft uh, a style stone, like you said. That will essentially people can get their best in slot gear, and then a crafter can make a style stone, right? That you could then, you know, essentially pick or you know craft a style go like i i can put in a mercenary mode like uh the whatever the mercenary one is the laurel and combine it with some ingrained ingredients and make a stone that will change the appearance of any item you currently have on to that style or that weight that look right you could then also make it so that you could then just directly buy these stones like the crafting stones you currently have or even have those crafting stones the mimic stones have do a dual purpose, either serve as a styling motif, or allow anyone who buys a mimic stone to be able to then take that mimic stone, use it on a piece of item or piece of gear, and go, "What do I want it to look like?" And you can then pick from a list of all the styles that you either know or you know whatever, and change the way it looks. Um, and I'm, hopefully, when they do these changes, it's not just tied to uh style but also weight because i'm sorry i like the heavy armor look and i i'm not real fond of some most of the other weights. so let me change that weight what does it really matter because i know some people were complaining like oh if i can't see the weight of gear that people have on then in pvp it's going to be ineffective i won't be able to tell any well you're not gonna be able to tell if they wear a costume You know, (laughs) if they're wearing a costume that takes over all of their look anyway. So you're in the same boat. Like Zoss has already essentially made that choice going, listen, we're not uh, we're not going to allow you to make um, or we're not going to let that decide what people look like in PVP. So um, my my son's not very happy. It's close to his bedtime, so he's not happy. So there's that. I honestly think that Transmogrification is hopefully something that we see on the road ahead. I think that would almost be necessary. Not necessary, but it would be an amazing quality of life change. And something that they could put in for like a quality of life DLC patch, and I think a lot of people would accept that very, very well. You know? Maybe, maybe doing a smaller DLC patch similar to Shadows of the Hiss, where they release dungeons, but also include the transmogrification. Uh, I would accept that as a DLC. You no, know? I would too. I think that would mm-hmm. be completely viable as a DLC. All right, I think that's the end of our mailbag, Ark. Do you have? It anything, is. Yeah. Anything you want to say uh, again uh, before I before I do that? Thank you so much for those who emailed in, left us notes. Please continue to do so. Uh, I really appreciate it, and I will be keeping um, a closer eye on this in the future, so I will not go so long again without seeing this, and I apologize to those who I accidentally left out in the cold for a month. That was my fault. (laughs) So hopefully we get more mail for Tails. So Ark, anything you want to say?
1: As final thoughts. yeah. Or you're final take, thoughts. Uh,
2: we're, we're done.
1: We're well, out. Um, hopefully I'll have more tales next week.
2: Yeah, since I'll, that's going to be the main I'll, premise of yeah. our show going forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll pour
1: in some questing time in just Scrolls Online. Stop grinding. Stop farming. It yeah. doesn't work anyway because I keep getting wrong traits that doesn't sell. Um, <laughs> I'll hopefully be less sleepy. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, it's been a fun show, as usual. Yeah, I I got I got the red guard dance on the stream, which is always nice. So yeah, that's that's about it, I guess.
2: Yeah, and depending on the show, we might go back. Um, you know, we're obviously not going to give up our normal format with the video and everything of that nature. But you know, we just made special circumstances. But I'll probably, I'll actually probably add more gameplay, not just screenshot kind mm-hmm. of stuff in the future. So just keep that in mind as well. Um, all right. Thank you so much for everyone who was uh, listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening, downloading, watching us on YouTube, all that fun stuff. So make sure you follow us. Check out our website, DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com. Uh, again, thank you so much, Arkaneer, for showing up and being here with me for this podcast. You're always here, and even when you're tired. So thank you so much. Thank you to all of our fans who are watch the show, listen, and part of our guild. So thank you. Have a great day. Great evening and we will see you next time on Tales of Tamriel. Bye bye everybody. Good evening, everybody.
0: a serpent lights the ancient sky of red of tainted stars. Evil stars